Hi, I'm Manu Ntereme, Ichad from Star Trek Voyager and the soon-to-be Star Trek Renegades. I have a bowl of banana pudding in my underpants, and I like rubbing caramel on my nipples. And you're listening to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. We will begin a mass invasion. Tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you get me too easily. It is now time for us to put Earth under our rule. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you've been guilty of witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message. Good evening, everybody. It's TalkCast 183, Pillow Fight Night here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Deep in Area 51 on the sub-level I-290 past the Motel 3.14159 that still has a light on for you, directly adjacent to the e-book burning heating and air conditioning suite next to the fried green tomato pizza hut. I am the Dome. Joining the TalkCast tonight are many of the usual suspects. The Revere Time Vortex Silent Soundboard Vixen, the Chief Architect of All That Is Technical, Queen of Unstable Petroleum Byproducts, and brand new iMac user, Kriana. Let me salt your caramel. <laughs> <laughs> From the stacks of her personal silence on in the Dank Dungeon Reading Room, cool, calm, and collected, she's got books, robots, yarn, and a kitten who likes the warm spot on the computer, it's Zombrarian. And the warm spot on the computer is different from the warm spot in the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. From the four-color vault of comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, our lovely ingenue, the woman who is both red-hot and icy cold, also a new Mac user tonight, joined by Barnabas, her zombie cat, it is our own dead redhead. So, so guys, guys, what did the Papa Buffalo say as his firstborn son went off to college? Oh, God. Bye, son. Ouch. Get mm -hmm. it? Yeah, never mind. Ouch. Mm. <laughs> Our guest tonight, who just left the chat... <laughs> My heart bleeds for humanity. ...is Roberto Hoyos, the, the owner, designer... Uh, and and all around factotum of a place called Throwboy Pillows, and we are going to talk pillows tonight. Roberto, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a pillow entrepreneur before on the show. <laughs> yeah, and usually I'm the first. <laughs> I, think, and, I think that calls for a sexy pillow fight right now. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, no creepy jar for that, but, you know, what the hell? Hey, Zombrian and I get a free pass on all sexy pillow fights. Evidently. <laughs> do we? <Yes>. Evidently. <laughs> hey, we went to a women's college. We certainly do. We, we majored <laughs> in sexy pillow fights. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's enough. Creepy jar, each of you. Thank you. We start this week as we start every week uh, and talk about the passing of a great... Oh, wait. Nobody died this week. Everybody lives! Everybody lives. There was, there, there was no... Well, there wasn't, so... 
Well, there was Joyce Brothers, but she doesn't count. But she's much. got nothing to do with science fiction. Although she did win the $64,000 question. She did. As hmm. a boxing know-it-all. Hmm. That was the weirdest thing in the world. But what the hell? So what are we going to start with? I mean, if there's no, there's nobody died, we can't do a, 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 a an RIP for it. What are we going to start with? Uh, oh, how about uh, Kickstarter? Oh, so there's a bunch of Kickstarter news that we've got going on, right? Yeah. So, what so I, let's start with yours because yours is awesomer. Um, hmm. Mine is sadder, and yours is awesomer. Yours is kind of sad, yeah. And we're we'll get to there. Bob Liefeld, uh, who brought Brigade to uh, to uh, uh, what was it? Although, although this can't be our official Kickstarter project of the week because right, it isn't. obviously not. A bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, but this one is a free initiative to bring issue number one of Brigade back to the comic book stores. What he wants to do is bring the first issue and ship it to comic book stores to give out free. So, issue so wait, wait, what the hell is Brigade and why do I care? Um, he first did Brigade in 1992 and it was one of the most popular books at Image Comics. He's going to start it up again on his own right now. And in order to do that... So, so what, what's Brigade all about? Um, I'm assuming there is a Brigade, and it may not be a Bucket Brigade. Oh, it is a Brigade <laughs> of Superheroes. Battlestone, Cold Snap, Lethal, Seahawk. My favorite, Status, uh, who basically doesn't do anything. He just stands there. He, he, just, <laughs> he just updates his Facebook all day. <laughs> he, he's really, yeah, he's yeah, really the millennial the superhero. <laughs> The they tried to fight the forces of evil. Uh, on Twitter. They've, they've all been updated, reimagined, and he wants to give everyone who wants it a copy for free. And in order to do so, he's he's funding this free printing of issue one, number one, of the new version of Brigade on Kickstarter. I think it's an incredibly cool idea. That is neat. And uh, Send it to everybody for free to get free copies out. So... Link, so, to, link to that on our post page. Absolutely. A link to the, the article about it and then a link to the Kickstarter piece on itself. There's been some really ugly stuff going on in Kickstarter, too. I talked a couple weeks ago about uh, uh, Zach Braff uh, and the movie that he wants to do and why he wants to do it yes. through Kickstarter. And evidently there's been some pathetic backlash to that. So Some really pathetic backlash. And, and here's why. First of all, Screen Junkies, boo. We used to like them, no, I thought. No, we still like them. But, okay. you know, they, they had a misstep. Nothing that we haven't done ourselves. You know. Foot in mouth, Screen Junkies. Oh, yeah, we've done that. You're right, we've done that. Screen Junkies, look. You are not the gods of the internet, nor are you the gatekeepers of paste. If people would like to fund Zach Braff, they will give him their money. If they think his project sucks, they won't. How he uses that money and whether or not he tells people will impact, you know, his trust later on down the line. But if you don't like it, don't give him your money! True. I mean, this is... Look. Just because you're kind of famous does not mean you're disallowed from working with Kickstarter. In, in fact... True. A lot of 
good people who are fairly famous and some who are very famous have gone to Kickstarter because of the way it funds, no. because they want to go a different route. Even if you're rich or independently wealthy does not disallow you from using Absolutely. Kickstarter. Even if you have the money. Because as I pointed out after Veronica Mars won and or won, after Veronica Mars had a successful Kickstarter and people there was some um lashing back at that. Kickstarter isn't charity. You don't have to qualify by being poor enough or small enough. True. No, but you do have to qualify by being interesting enough. Exactly. That's that really is the all that one qualification you need. Yeah. And let's face it, people really wanted that Veronica Mars movie. Wow, I mean, it got funded for three days. I mean, let's face it, if Joss Whedon right now walked onto Kickstarter and started a Bring Back Firefly project, not one person would complain. And he would have the money probably in just a couple hours. You, <laughs> yeah. You, you know why I think this whole thing got, got uh, yelled about, the whole Zach Braff thing? It's a Donald Faison backlash more than anything else. Well, like, like this, this whole like famous people shouldn't use Kickstarter. That's an invalid argument, and it's stupid for for a couple of reasons. First of all, you, Kickstarter came out with said actually having famous people on here brings people to Kickstarter who have never heard of it before. You know, a lot of Kickstarter things are about famous people, and they get the famous people to help make the videos and so forth to help raise the money. Well, like. Tens of thousands of people have been brought to the Kickstarter site who have never backed a project before, who may now go on, may not, but at least now they know about Kickstarter and have the chance to maybe look around and back some other projects that they might find interesting that they never would have backed before because they were driven there by that big name, big project. Half the people who backed the new Veronica Mars movie, it was their first... Uh, their first uh, Kickstarter. Over half, I, I, I believe that it was at least half the people. And that was a ton of friggin' people that would never have gone on to Kickstarter otherwise. So, take this bomb, <laughs> put it on your aching superiority complex, and, and let people decide where they want to spend their own damn money without being morally superior. True. Now, Sombrarian, are, are, are we done beating the dead horse here? Because I, I'm finished, yes. Okay. Sombrarian, <laughs> we unfortunately were unable to go to the Watch City Festival. We this were. It's so sad. So and we and don't it have ran through some of it, too. Any of our usual, any of our usual um, awesome photos from, from an event. Last year, but, we got some great videos, even. Yeah, we did. We Watch did. Those City singing is an sisters. amazing place for pictures, video, everything. Just make sure you ask first, because that's just good etiquette. Um, but if you are missing pictures, um, like if you don't know anyone on Facebook who went, you can go to Boston.com, and the link will be on the post page, and they have a really sweet roundup of a lot of. Um, great cosplays. Um, and what I like about this one, and why I chose this one, is 
they went for some of the more everyman type cosplays, like the kinds of things you look at and you say, I might be able to attain that someday. <laughs> um, there's also an excellent photo of this year's mayoral race winner by default, uh, Baron Von Leahy. Um, and he hopes to run again next year, so you can see if you like him. Well, that's nice. I feel like we should shout out to Ellen Hagney and the Charles River Museum of Industry and Innovation. We do an amazing job with this every year. Unfortunately, we were not able to make it this year, but hopefully we'll get there next year. And so Ellen, We all like just had ugly schedules this year. <laughs> and Ellen, we'd like you back on the show prior to next year's festival to talk about it and, and let everybody know what they can expect to see there. So the invitation has been gauntlet thrown to you, my dear. Yay! Yay! So, uh, television. Ton of television news this week. Oh, my God. For those of you who saw it, uh, this week's Arrow was amazing. The season finale was uh, one of John Barrowman's finest shows in the series. You know, except for that one thing that happened. Don't. Okay, fine. You're going to do the spoiler? Well, Go ahead. No. No. I'm just going <laughs> to sulk. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got to tell you, here's the interesting thing about what their plan is for season two. They figure they're going to be off the air for four months. Makes sense. So season two picks up four months from the end of season one. They're going to actually leave that time as real time stretch in the open air of season two. Oh, that's neat. So, uh, you know what? I've been really impressed with the, uh, the writing. The acting has gotten so much better as the season has progressed. And... Did I say per guest? You did. We weren't going to correct you, but... No, that's we were, okay. We were going to let it go this time. Holy shit. God, my, my lips are just not working well. Swear some more. Do it again. Do it again. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Ah, ah, I'm better now. Okay. Thank you. Good. Uh, the <laughs> writing's... The, the acting's gotten much, much better as the season has progressed. And the other thing that they've really gotten well is the special effects. They've become a little more sparing but the ones that they're using are really, really good. This last hour, this this season finale, the special effects were just incredibly good. So two brains up. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Five, five out of five brains? Four and a half out of five brains? I think four and a half. Okay. Four and I a think half four and a half. Brains. So can, can I talk about Siffy for just a minute? Sure, go right ahead. Is anyone watching Defiance? I tried a couple of times. No, but should we? I, I, really I don't know, because it seems like it's getting interesting, and we've been seeing ads for it, and we're trying to decide if we... Can, can that be the poll this week? Should, should John Barry and, and Kriana watch Define? No, because that's only a yes or no, and we don't do yes or no questions. Or or if Zombrarian and Kriana should not watch Defiance, what should we be watching instead? Yeah, or how about how about this? What are you watching right now? Yeah. Because there's an awful what, lot of what stuff. Everything's about Kiana to go off, great. guys. We should have done that like in October. That's true. Yeah, that's probably. true. Well, we'll, well keep speaking it, of things we'll that have that. gone off the air, um, we we have a couple of things coming back, right? Um, kind of, yeah. And, uh, and one thing that I'm surprised is still on, which which I want to hit really quickly. <laughs> Revo thank you, Revo NBC. Revolution? 
that's why is it on? That's still a thing. Evidently, they got another season. I don't know how. Did they actually get a second season? Yes, because they did. Fox does that. That excuse me, that's not Fox Love. That's NBC. Is it? Look at them go. Revolution is a J.J. Abrams NBC production. All right, can I oh, just there go it off is. on a tangent right now? There it is. I am okay. so fucking sick of J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> you and Norman Spinrad. <laughs> Let me get you Norman Spinrad's uh, phone number and you guys can reminisce like, for a while. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy has his hands in fucking everything and I pretty much hate almost everything he's ever done <laughs> and what's really sad about it is that everything he does has really great potential to be awesome and then he's such a sucky writer slash director slash producer that it just goes nowhere well here's the thing uh, i was actually listening he's he's been like all over the air uh doing interviews at every goddamn place in the world because he's officially on signed on for star wars now yeah right oh my gosh how so, crappy is that? <laughs> I was I was driving into work the other day and I had my Sirius XM radio on, listening to what I always listen to on the morning drive in. Thank you, Howard. And J.J. <laughs> Abrams was on. Uh, See, he's even infiltrated Howard Stern. Is nothing <laughs> sacred? No kidding. Now, and the interesting thing is, one of the reasons I've never really cared for J.J. Uh, in, in doing Star Trek is because he's not a fan. He never liked Star Trek. But he actually kind of explained it on the show, and he said, yeah, it's true, I was never a fan, I never really liked it, and I think it's because I never really understood it. And it wasn't until about three-quarters of the way through the first movie that I began to really understand what people got about it. The first movie? Which, which wait a minute, which Just he promptly the- threw out the window with his movie. No, 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 no. The no. first movie he made. He oh, made thank you. Star- I was going to say, because, you know, a lot of people were asleep halfway through the very first movie. No, no, no. no. So he finally gets what Star Trek is all about in time to throw movie. out 50 years of Star Trek canon. Thank you, uh, asshole. Right. <laughs> Seriously. So, by, by that token, now, I have a friend of mine who... Uh, Got to see the uh, sneak preview of Star Trek Into Darkness last night uh, because it, it was a sneak preview in, in a number of IMAX movie, uh, movie theaters across the nation last night at midnight. Wait, I just have to say this one time. Cumberbatch-tastic. Yay. <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. And guys, do you know what you're called if you're a fan oh, of... <laughs> yeah, we not... Cumberbitches, right? Yes! Hello. Go ahead. Oh. I had to get that out. I just learned about that. <laughs> Bitches. Okay, bucking the creepy jar for all of you for that. <laughs> oh, or knowing? That? I didn't or... make it up. I just knew what it was. <laughs> We're I'm I, get, I get points for living on the internet it. right now. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, what Mike told me uh, after seeing the movie last night was that this one was actually well written. The first one clearly wasn't. The actors, including Chris Pine were actually better than they were the first Wait, time. Wait, which one is Chris Pine? He was Kirk. Kirk. God, he's such a douche. But, okay, that's what he's supposed he's to be. He's much less of one this he's, time, he's, evidently. No, he's supposed to be a douche. It's fine. And he said, Benedict Cumberbatch was fucking amazing. Well, obviously! Hello! 
<laughs> but what, what we know that most of America doesn't is that he's an amazing actor. He's not done anything in America. And this is really for most most Americans, this is, this is their first look at him. Oh. I mean, doesn't BBC America air Sherlock? I don't, I don't know, but did you hear there's a season three? They're actually doing a season three, That's and I'm so excited. Another three episodes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tingly. <laughs> Me too. All right, all right, wait a minute. Let's get back to TV for a second. Okay. Um, well, that is TV. That's Sherlock. All right, two things, two things that are coming back in addition to Sherlock. Yay. Now I'm all tingly. All right. Um, <laughs> the IT crowd is returning for one last special. Okay. Okay. Now, I have to say, everything I need to know about computers I learned from the IT crowd. That's such a lie, but that's okay. <laughs> have you tried turning it off and then back on again? Don't break the internet. <laughs> Don't steal the internet out of Big Ben. Don't type internet into the internet. <laughs> the elders of the internet will piss will get pissed off. Um, old people will believe anything that you say about the internet. And many of them do, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. And by old people I mean anyone over thirty five. Hey <laughs> Okay, I'm officially old, dead redhead, not so much. I'm officially old. Uh so where is it going to be on the IT crowd? Um, actually, I'm not quite sure about that. I think so. So the the holdup was actually the cast because the whole cast wanted to do it, and I you know it must be on the BBC. It just must be. Yeah. The schedule was sense. messing it up. Um, actually, it was uh, what's his name who plays Roy, because oh he's he was in Bridesmaids, right? Right, and he's he started actually being big here. He was also on a, like one, this like crazy, like girly like show. I want to say girls, but I don't think it was actually girls. Um, and he has the L word. No, it's not the L word. Oh, Jesus. Just Chris, Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. That's his name. I'm sorry. The one whose girlfriend died at the sea park. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You get this. Thank you. You speak my language. Anyway, he's gotten really, really big here. Actually, I, I lied. He was on Girls. That is exactly what it was. I'm sorry. One of those lame sitcoms. It's, it's not a sitcom. It's like... I don't even know how to explain it. Just never watch it, please. Okay. Never watch it. <laughs> not fun. Anyway, no he, he had an American accent. It was just wrong on every single level. Uh, but especially bridesmaids, like sort of launched him into the public spotlight in, in America, and so he's been a big deal since then. And he's sort of had scheduling conflicts. And and Richard Iode wasn't he uh, in a Muppet movie recently too? Yeah, yeah, he was in the last one with, uh, what's his name from How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, he's funny. He <laughs> <It> was funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a funny Muppet movie. It really was. And um, so they, their schedules have converged. It's going to be one last, you know, hurrah, a 40-minute special, and I cannot nice. freaking wait. Nice. The other thing that's coming back for one last hurrah to wrap up character lines is freaking Arrested Development. There's always uh, money in the banana stand. Oh, uh, <laughs> the most underrated television show 
ever done. I thought that was The Wire. No, I'm sorry. Arrested Development takes it and runs it. This, this, if you've never seen Arrested Development, Netflix is going to stream, is it 11 new episodes? Yep, and, and that's it. They said they're not doing any that's, more because the cast, it's just too difficult. And <laughs> if they do it the same way that they did Hemlock Grove. It's going to be all in gonna, one go. Well, at one shot, they're just going to drop all, all 11 episodes. And damn it, it's, it's an amazing... Nerds everywhere will not sleep that night. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will be sitting on Netflix for about five, six, seven hours. There just... will be a run on Frozen Bananas that day. Oh, God. Oh, I, he, it's just... I'll have a joke, please. cannot miss. I'll have a gob, so... I'll have a job with an extra stick. I'll have Hermano. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you don't know what they're talking about, go watch Arrested Development, damn please. The, this was just a small taste of Arrested Development right here. It's that a- was first half of season one humor because that's all I've seen so far, but that's gonna change. <laughs> oh, um, I have I have a bit of ugly news for you. Ah, uh, from television. We already talked about J.J. Abrams. Oh, sorry. Oh, snap. Winter, add him to the list, please. <laughs> oh, he's now just called him for... ugly on top of saying he's we He's been hate... on the list since, you know. He's been on the list for about three years, since, come to think. Uh... Since Lost, when I hated that. And then uh, Alcatraz, when that was awesome. Well, it could have been awesome, and then it sucked. When that... When it was awesome for the first 15 minutes of the... All right, wait a minute. Speaking of awesome and then sucked, I have to get this Doctor Who thing off my chest. Okay, do it, and then I'll go to the here's what sucks. Go ahead. Okay. Dear Neil Gaiman, you really fucking phoned this one in. (laughs) I am really disappointed in you. You had a whole planet that was a creepy amusement park, and we didn't see any of it. Why? That could have been Stephen Moffat's choice. That yeah, could fucking. Let's not, right. not let's not blame it all on Neil Gaiman. Secondly, how tired is the freaking chess metaphor when you have the bad guy playing black and the good guy playing white, and there is a literal chess game? Then it's not even a metaphor; it's just a fucking literal chess game. Well, it can't be any worse than Frank Gorshin in the original Star Trek. Half black and half white. Third of all, you have Matt Smith giving a fucking brilliant performance and physically showing you with his body when he's changing personalities. There's no ambiguity because of his, like, phenomenal, mind-blowing performance, yet you feel the need to go literally, literally again into the doctor's head. So you can show them next to each other just in case, you know, we haven't hit you over the head enough with this yet. And oh, by the way, the supporting cast that was just there for this episode was fantastic and completely missing from the whole episode. Totally unused. And the plot totally unused. was And again, horrific. how they showed it could have been Stephen Moffat. We don't know that well, part. How they showed it, well, first of all, they had to have written the scenes inside the doctor's head. But he could yeah. have been talking to himself, and it was Stephen Moffat was like, people are too stupid, they're not going to get it. No. Oh, no, Moffat, you don't know that. Moffat has not played their cards that way. Because the think season. about, yeah, and think about Midnight, this, which was, I believe, also a Moffat episode, interrupty. Sorry. 
This entire season <laughs> has been gorgeous and well thought through, and it's brilliantly written. I I mean that was that would be like taking Journey to the Center of the TARDIS and only showing the control room of the TARDIS. You're like you've teased this awesome thing to me. I want to explore the TARDIS a little bit, and they went there with it. I'm not saying you need to show these like grand, you know, go into detail on every single ride, but at least play with the creepy fucking amusement park. I was so yeah. excited, and then my heart was broken. I will say I did like the scenes inside the Doctor's head. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were I thought they were very pretty, and I thought that they were I enjoyed them. But I can also see where you're coming from, Kriana, and I agree. I also wanted to see more of his interactions with the kids. Hello. Yes. Because Matt Smith is yes. one of the few actors in the world who works really well with kids and develops really good acting-wise relationships with them. Well, if you look at Matt's first uh, involvement as the doctor, it's with that child. Yep. Yeah, and then he has Little, Clara as a child as well. Right. Yep. Mm. And um, the queen, the queen of what from the queen the... of years from the ring of years of Akatar. Yes, yeah. Yes. That's that's like one of my new favorite episodes. I really enjoyed that episode actually. But but like okay, so for the first bit where they had the Cyberman as the chess automaton, that was so cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was so cool, and I was like, "This is gonna be great! I'm gonna get on on the show and rescind everything bad I've ever said about Neil Gaiman." False. <laughs> it just that was the best part of the whole episode, and who didn't know the little guy was the emperor? Everyone knew it. It was completely transparent, and no, I what? expect oh, better. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've beaten him up enough. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes. All right. Okay, I have someone to beat up now. All right. Okay. Beat uh, away. Wonder Woman. Run. They're going to try it again. Why? Well. <laughs> you did warn me. I did warn you. And those of us who did see the pilot that was all over the internet that Thankfully, was never aired. Is this the Adrian, what's her face one? The Adrian Palacki one, right? She was kind of cute. That, I, I could she was kind of cute, but uh, if you saw the pilot, you just kind of went, "Thank you." You went, "Thank you." Don't ever show that. <sighs> well, today at uh, CW's upfronts, the president of CW revealed that work is being done to bring Wonder Woman back again. <laughs> the new series will be called Amazon. And it wasn't at the upfronts this year. In fact, they didn't even shoot a pilot, but they announced it. And they announced it and said, it's being redeveloped. We don't want to produce something that doesn't do the franchise justice because yeah. it's the trickiest of all the DC characters. Really? Really? You know, they're not going to show anything because they don't want any, what happened last time. The guy was just, I don't know, pulling crap out of his ass and then it was like here it is look i want everybody's approval and of course it sucked so he got according no to the according to a writer from entertainment weekly the reason they didn't show it is because they got the basics right but not the execution which means they don't have a lead actress they probably don't have a script they probably don't have the right costume which <sighs> means all they've got is some schmuck with an idea Again, God help us. Leave her alone. You know, Leave Wonder Woman alone. 
Leave her alone. Leave, she didn't wait, do wait. anything to any of you. What's her name? Leave, leave Diana, Diana alone. Leave Diana alone. Oh, good. Leave her alone. Uh, you know Poor what? Diana. You know what? You know what? Princess Diana, go go soak in your <laughs> invisible plane. And it's time. Bum, bum, bum. For the Facebook poll, Dead Redhead, take us away. Oh, sure. Put me into the poll after that. That was really... <laughs> Yeah, she's all traumatized now. Oh, Wonder Woman. Um... That's okay. The poll will cheer you up. That's true. It will. Um, so what we did is, based on last week's show, we actually asked everyone who should play April O'Neil if they had another live-action Turtles movie. Hint, and we had not Megan not Fox. Fox. Yeah, we, we were hoping Megan Fox would meet her demise with like a truck and a cliff and red army ants and, and whatever. <laughs> so, and a nuke with a fridge, you know. <laughs> a nuke in the fridge, that's it. <laughs> and so we put out there, we had, I don't know, we must have had 20 different candidates. And so we have our top three. There was a tie. We're back to ties again. We had a tie for third place. But this is a pretty hot tie for third place, guys. Felicia Day. Karen Gillan and Ellen Page. Oh, wow. If you're going to be tied, you know. If you're going to be tied to one of them, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll, pass. I'll, I'll pass on Felicia Day, but I will take Karen Gillan. I would take Ellen Page. I'll Jar. tell you, she's cute Both as a button. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I, I really don't think Felicia Day would, would make a very good April O'Neil. No, she's too sweet. She's too cutesy. Karen, Karen Gillan would kick someone's ass. Karen Gillian might be too tough to play April O'Neil. Are you kidding? April was super tough. I don't, I don't understand how Summer Cloud didn't get it. Because she's not a redhead and would look really weird as one. Yeah, That's why I didn't vote for her. Kick-ass. Yeah, but she... April O'Neil is a redhead and don't you mess. Yeah. Gingers <laughs> unite. We have no souls. <laughs> That's right. We know. But she'd have to lose the Scottish accent. Yeah. So. Um, coming in at number two, I'm sure that members of our team will be very happy about this. Allison Scagliotti from Warehouse 13. Absolutely. Bitchin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would work. And I am very, very touched. Oh, you were honored by our listeners. I was dear. honored. Our fans have voted me in as their number one choice to play April O'Neil. <laughs> Thank Aww. you, guys. They oh, like me. They really like me. <laughs> now, if only I could convince Kevin. <laughs> I don't think he's the one you have to convince. Love. You have to convince Michael Bay. Yeah. Oh well, I Megan guess Fox I'm off can that tell list. you exactly what that takes. Yeah, Hint. exactly. It's not I'm much. Off that list, Hint, I'm sure. These are not the hammer. But no, guys, that was really nice. Thank you so much. I believe somebody had put that up there kind of as a joke. And then, very sweet of you. Thank you all. I appreciate it. I don't believe I belong in that company, but I appreciate it. Hey, honey, that makes it you and Ellen Page. And wow, Alice I'm in pretty good company. You're in great company there, sweetie. Absolutely. It's those new steampunk corsets I bought. You know, everybody (laughs) wants to see them. In a well, sexy we'll pillow fight. Can we can can we get a, a, a photo spread on Facebook for you? 
Sure. <laughs> you you so, missed. I I handed you. I know you did. I handed but I, it to you I, on a freaking silver platter. I'm sorry. Sexy pillow fight. Sexy I, sexy ginger pillow fight. And, and what would be the best way to do that? Maybe with chat pillows. Who would we possibly know? What are those by any chance? Well, oh my god, guys, this is so contrived. I know. <laughs> wow. Can we see more contrived? Let's bring yes, in Roberta. Yeah, I can, but let's not go there. <laughs> Roberta, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you so much. Yay! You are the entrepreneur head honcho and, and our Kickstarter uh, project of the week. Kickstarter project of the week for chat pillows. So explain to our listeners who may not know who you are what is a chat pillow and what is the kickstarter project about sure so my little company is called throw boy and we make geeky throw pillows so uh the pillows that are on the kickstarter right now are our chat pillows and the chat pillows basically are little uh bubble like uh speech bubble shaped pillows um, that have acronyms on them like LOL, OMG, WTF. And um, those are pillows that I've done for quite a while, but um, now we're trying to kind of take Throwboy to the next level and make a production run of these and be able to get into stores and also have faster turnaround to customers. So how did this whole pillow thing, how, did, how does one get into the pillow business? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, it kind of started, I, um, I originally made these pillows um, to just impress a girl that I was dating. Um, <laughs> uh, so they were, uh, they looked like the Mac icons. So like, if you look at the bottom of your, your dock, like the Finder and the iTunes icon and all the, all the different colorful icons, I made uh, those for this girl and she happened to work at a tech company and they blogged about the pillows, like they had a picture of them. And all of a sudden, that that post just went crazy online, went viral, and and um, the it linked back to my site that just had photos of the pillows. And all all of a sudden, like within an hour or two, that site crashed. So um, <laughs> it was pretty cool. I was like, oh wow, like a lot of people really like these these icon pillows, and. Um, so I kind of just like took that idea and um, thought, you know, hey, I can make like all sorts of cool like techie and geeky throw pillows. I've never seen, you know, a company do that. So I started uh, working on that for like a year. I just kind of got better at uh, making them and sewing and stuff like that and um, come, came up with the name and everything and then launched the website in 2007. And I've been doing Throwboy ever since. And it's kind of like uh, lesser known knowledge, but behind the scenes, it's basically just me doing everything from sewing, cutting fabric, shipping the orders, and doing all the online marketing and everything like that. Well, we can help you with the marketing bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so is there a difference between the chat pillows and the throw babies? Um, yeah. So there's uh, we have the chat pillows, which are like kind of a, a pillow that's about 12 inches across, so it's like a good size throw pillow. And um, the throw babies are a miniature version of the chat pillows. So it's probably like about the size of, a, of your fist. And they're just these little cute, um, you know, uh, things you can, you can hang them on like your rear view mirror or like on your bag or things like that. 
and they still have the same acronym. So they're just like a shrunk down version of a chat pillow. Now here's my question. Do you do custom chat pillows if we were to order one regularly, not, not over the Kickstarter? Um, not really, no. I, um, I kind of avoid doing custom unless it's like for a big, uh, like a, for like a company or something like that. That's kind of another business. I, I've done pillows for like Twitter and Microsoft and I don't know, a bunch of different companies have, have had, um, their pillows made, like their logos made into pillows. But because pillow like production is a lot of work, I don't like to do custom one-offs very often. Um, but I, I, I point people to Etsy for that <laughs> just because there's so many, so many people on Etsy that would do that kind of thing. But if I did, I mean, I would just have like too much work. Cause right now, like I said, it's mainly me be doing everything anyway. I feel like you so, need some interns. <clears throat> yeah, so I do. <laughs> with you, <laughs> with your Kickstarter project, you're going to have a lot of pillows to get out there. Is, is part of it going to be the ability to mass produce these in some way yeah so that's kind of the goal right now is um you know like i said on throwboy.com where all the orders come in uh when an order comes in i i literally have to cut out fabric and you know sew it and and uh stuff it stitch it up and ship it out so I, the whole process is done from when the order comes in so we always have a very long queue of you know three to six weeks so I want to be able to, with the Kickstarter, I want to, you know, raise the funds to be able to do a production run of the best-selling chat pillows, which are LOL, OMG, and WTF. And it's, an, it's a new and improved version of the chat pillow, so it's even softer, it's a little bit larger, and um, it's just an all-around better quality product. And so when we hopefully hit the goal, um, I'll be able to have those pillows just in stock to be able to ship out right away and also to be able to get into the hands of stores and stuff like that. And so that's just the overall goal to be able to take Throwboy to the next level. So, so what kind of fabrics? So you said they're softer. Why are they softer? What's it? So um, the fabric that we typically use is uh, a fleece fabric. And I always liked that fabric because it was really soft. But also um, the downside is that it kind of gets pilly. Like it starts to kind of pill after a while. Yeah. Um, like, like an old, you know, piece of clothing or something like that. And so, you know, I'm always trying to improve the quality of everything that, um, that comes out of Throwboy. And I found this other fabric that's basically used in a lot of uh, plush toys. So if you have any plush toys, like, around your house or anything like that, it's this, um, it's this uh, almost like faux fur fabric. So it's, like, this really kind of fuzzy short fabric um, or shirt fuzzy fabric. And um, it's really resistant to getting kind of pilly and, and anything like that. And it's much softer. Um, it's hard to describe. It's like one of those things you have to just hold because you can tell the difference right away. Nice. One of the things I want to mention um, is that you have a number of different levels to pledge at. Yeah. At the $100 pledge level, there's something that I've wanted for an awfully long time and I wish I could afford it. Oh, cool. There, there is a pillow that is a limited edition one that you guys did of Steve Jobs. Yes. The <laughs> iCEO plush doll. Yes. Um, yeah, so last year I designed and um, we put out this doll called the iCEO, and it's um, a doll that's basically like a Steve Jobs-inspired plush doll. And it's a very high-quality 
doll because I really wanted to make it like a collector's item. It's so, very cool. It yeah, really oh, thank is. you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm looking at one right now. I have one on my desk. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, he. It, it's really cool. I mean, the the quality of it uh, has things from having plastic glasses, uh, removable plastic glasses, a cotton mock turtleneck, like his signature um, shirt, and also denim jeans. So like made out of real denim. So <laughs> it's a it's a really cool. Um, cool little uh, product and it's uh it was sold out really quickly on our site it's been sold out for a while yeah um because so we we took pre-orders and um basically it sold out within um a few weeks and because it kind of just hit the internet and all the mac sites and all the tech sites got you know got a hold of it and so basically what i did was i kind of stashed a few and that's what we're getting, uh, we're blowing out on the Kickstarter. So this is really the last opportunity to get an ICEO. And we only did 1,200, and all the boxes are hand-numbered. And uh, it all, they all come with this really nice box. It kind of looks like Apple packaging. So um, it's, a, it's a really, like, cool little uh, Apple uh, collector item if you're, you know, if you have a geek, you know, somebody in your life that's an Apple geek, they'll, they'll love it. That, Gee, who that would that be here? That doesn't describe any of no, none of, of us. us. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> All of us now. Welcome to the club, Dead Redhead. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. X. It was all X. It's very. It's hard to explain what it is that you do, but it's it's very offbeat, and and quite quite interesting. Yeah. You know, because I I just Don't you know you say I, interesting I, like that, and I get nervous. <laughs> No, 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 no. I know we've been there before. Thank you. <laughs> Recently. <laughs> Is it a good growth? Well, it's interesting. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I mean, you know, it's, you, you've taken some basic internet tropes with this and, and done something very different with it. And in everything that's on the website and everything... It's on Throwboy. There's like some of it's. You look at it and you go, "Well, that's really neat." And you know, everything that I've looked at, I've just kind of gone, "Wow, really freaking neat." And even with the ICEO, the attention to the detail that you put into it, and each one of them was handmade. That's mm -hmm. that's incredible, man. That's absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, one of those things I, I always try to continually, uh, I can't stop myself from trying to do something like a better quality, better, qual better quality. So um, the ICEO is kind of a, I mean, I'm a huge Apple nerd. I've always, I've been for years and what? I used to work at the Apple store. And no. so, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so it was kind of like a labor of love to really make like a cool, cool product that I would want. And obviously I have it on my desk, so I did want it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sitting here looking through these, like how many of these can I buy at once? Yeah, I know. We're all doing that like, right now. Thank you. I'm like, I, I kind of want the finder. I think, I think that's my favorite. I think that's going to be mine at some point. <laughs> uh, although I'm a little bit fond of the RSS icon, especially since it's going the way of the dodo, it seems lately. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, posted something about that. I'm like, okay, now that Google Reader is gone, is this now retro or what? Wait a minute. Actually, <laughs> did it, didn't Daily Booth go under as well? Yeah, that's something I need to update. I'm, I'm so sentimental about it, though, because uh, Daily Booth and Throwboy kind of grew up together on the internet, and I'm really good friends with the, the former owner of it. And so I'm like, oh, man. Like, I even have Daily Booth as a bookmark on my stupid browser still because <laughs> it was, like, such a big deal to me when it when uh, when that came around and I met lots of people through it. So. I, I but, had yes. a Daily Booth, and I remember getting getting emails being like, oh, archive your pictures. Aww. Yeah, Aww. I know. That's going to be the future as it goes along, right? We're going to find these cool networks, and they're going to shut down. I, I, we have yeah, to... I know. I feel like you should leave it just so when <laughs> – like you can weed out the like little kids so if someone's like what's daily booth you'll be like you're obviously not cool enough to understand yeah. <laughs> oh you, you should just leave he's it finally up. admitting this she might be a little older than some people. well i'm old in internet years come on yeah i'm you're ancient no longer, in internet years please you're no longer 15 congratulations i'm like 100 in internet years <laughs> <laughs> we remember dial-up that's like walking to school both ways uphill and snow it's true feet. it's true we had to wait five whole minutes for the boobs to finally load <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh scanning like okay there's the head <laughs> Just oh my <laughs> sorry creep i'm gonna creepy jar myself for that one yeah, yes, i really think you do that sorry so roberta we are nine days left to go you are more than halfway to your goal, but yes. what we need to do is to get a bunch of people to get onto there, and I've got to find a way to hide a $100 pledge from my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how Beautiful much. Beautiful Mrs. Dome. Yeah, now, no. what happens if, God forbid, you don't make it, what happens to those ICEOs? Uh. I want to make a deal with you right now. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, if it doesn't happen, hopefully it does, because um, we're at 12000 we need 20000 And, um, I mean, I'll still have them, right? So I'll have to figure out another way to, uh, to kind of float them out there. You'll have an email <laughs> from the Dome. Okay. Right? Dome, I think this counts as an abuse of power right here. Yeah, I know it does. It <laughs> might. But I, I, I just want to say, since I looked at it this morning, you're only at, like, 11100 when I looked this morning. You've now mm -hmm. hit 12000 So, like, this is... This, this, <laughs> very doable this is doable Absolutely. this could happen we're not it's it's steadily climbing yeah I, I mean like you guys are saying you know there's the there's this whole you know the the big press stories are like veronica mars and zach braff hitting their goal in a day right and i i posted a, a little thing on our kickstarter that was like okay guys you know i know it's it's slowly going up and up and up but this is this is just kind of like i knew it would be like this i knew it would be um, really kind of pooling the whole community of the um, that likes Throwboy and hopefully people that never heard of Throwboy to be able to get the goal and it's it's going you know I, I'm doing as much uh, as much PR as I possibly can to try to get the word. You showed out up there. on our Reeky Dink show. So self-deprecating. I feel like I feel like we should get you on all these like Mac blogs. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be cool. I mean, the ICEO especially. I'm trying to, you know, let people know that that's a that's a one time only type thing. So that's, that's probably the most popular reward, though, incidentally. But yeah, no, no kidding. Roberto, you do the pillow fighters too, right? 
Yeah. Um, oh my so... God. Those are so adorable. I can think of several people that I need to get those for. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, the uh, Captain America, especially, there's a lot of work on him. Yeah, there's a bunch of detail. I think that, you know, I'm going to have to revisit pricing, um, but I wanted to just yeah, kind of get it tomorrow, out. Just that. <laughs> yeah, not, not yet. Not like right now, but. Um, I, I kind of came up with this idea called pillow fighters, which was like little pillow shaped guys that, um, little pillow shaped plush toys and they have like little faces and little arms on them. And I thought it would be kind of, you know, a good compliment to the throwboy pillows that I already do, but I wanted to kind of get a feel for what people liked. So I put it on our Etsy exclusive site. So it's a separate thing from throwboy.com. And you can go to Etsy and find Throwboy on there. And yeah, so now I'm doing different ones like superheroes. Um, so I have one that it looks like Iron Man, um, Spider Man, Batman, Captain America, the Ninja Turtles. There's turtles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are going really well, and it's a cool it's a cool side thing for um, for me to to be able to kind of explore. And you know, I'd love to build that out and make it its own thing and um i think it has a lot of potential to do all sorts of stuff and i'm i'm so happy people are liking it because i love getting suggestions because uh, it just makes me know like hey if you can buy a if you can buy like a let's say harley quinn plush toy but you want a pillow fighter of that that's cool <laughs> you know like that's cool that you want you want a specific one that looks like this you know oh absolutely. Uh, absolutely i mean we all have our favorite characters and we will i mean my my pet character and you're never going to want to do this is abe sapien I don't uh, even know what that is. Yeah, see? <laughs> Hellboy. He gets no love. He gets no love. But you know what? Abe Sapien would look really cool as one he of these. He would look good as a pillow. Wait, now, now oh, I feel like mean... I need to send you a picture. Yeah, you Dude, should. That... It's not is it? It's not Hellboy, though, is it? It's Hellboy's sidekick, yeah, the guy that goes underwater. Oh, okay, because I already had requests for Hellboy. <laughs> I have, like, tons of email on my Etsy of people like, oh, by the way, you should do this. <laughs> I feel so like Hellboy cool. would be really check, check hard to make square. There, there's a oh. sapien. Okay. Uh, it's coming up. He's oh, even, it's not coming He's even rarer than the She-Hulk. Which is another one I that know. should be done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we were going to actually, you know, suggest something for you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This actually could be done, I think. I'm not familiar Yay. with the character. I have to check it out a little bit more. Is there anything? But the besides... eyes already kind of remind me of the right, right? eyes. Yeah. Is there anything besides Hellboy that gets requested a lot, and you're like, that just won't make a good pillow? Um, actually, not. There, there hasn't been any really bad suggestions. A, one big one right now is um, Wolverine. Um, or like that would not be a good pillow. That would be pointy. No, I think it would be a great pillow. You could do his little pointy ears and then have his like little claws crossed in front of him. That would be a great pillow. Yeah, yeah. I was in front of him. I can see it. Yeah. I'm like seeing nope. it in my head how you would do it. <laughs> no, I was. I, I have I was so many struggling. sketches right now. I'm trying to get a lot of them out. And luckily, right now, there's a whole bunch of superhero movies coming out, so they like, they can kind of coincide with the release of these different pillow fighters. So what's, if you what's... make a horror one, Roberto, that that'll be the one I'll get. Whether that's Jack Skellington or some kind of scary. Oh, that horror. would be cool. Yeah, Jack Skellington would be awesome. See, I got to yeah. talk to Disney, and we can make this happen for real. 
Yeah, seriously. You <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, I feel almost like we should put you in touch with her universe because I, I feel like you guys could do this wicked cross promotion because not that I'm saying it's a girl thing, but since you already mentioned you started it for your ex-girlfriend, like, girls love this shit. <laughs> you may have noticed, I think, since you're still designing pillows, that girls are a huge fucking market. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. geeky that girls. Bitch pillow. Because we I'm get a... no love. love we get no love, all right? We so give money to anybody who will do stuff for We us. don't want action figures. We want little cuddly pillows. That's just the way it is. I'm actually really excited to go to, um, there's a convention here um, in Seattle called Geek Girl Con. <gasps> So the, the girls rised up and they made their own con in Seattle. I'll bet you and... Ashley's going to be there, oh too. Oh, my gosh. I need to go. When is this? Uh, it's in June. Um, I'm not exactly sure exactly when, but I'm I'm excited because this is the first year I'm going to have pillow fighters at this geek-centric girl convention. And I'm like, so dude, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Geek girl con. I'm so excited. <laughs> This is so cool. Yeah, you should you should definitely go if you can. When is I'll have a booth. <laughs> well, I'm sending you the link. Oh, wait, Brianna. it's in it's in October, October nineteenth and twentieth. Oh, it's in October. Okay, I got that mixed up with another convention then. Okay, cool. I have more time then to make a bunch. Because <laughs> well, of course it is probably just you, up. which you know get we gotta get you we gotta hook you up with some interns. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, the Kickstarter, the goal, the first step is to is to grow, um, to get to get to that next level, and that's why I'm doing the chat pillows because the chat pillows are kind of like they're a little bit more universal now, you know, like everybody kind of texts and uses this terminology, and and they're really hot sellers anyway. So, so question: What is the? I know you don't do customs, but what is the craziest slash lewdest slash weirdest thing that anyone has <laughs> asked you to put on a pillow? Oh my gosh, let me think. Um, well, you guys know Chris Perillo, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I did the Chris Perillo logo, not really thinking about the fact that it's his head. <laughs> and so that always kind of like, still, people still come up to me like, oh yeah, I got one of those at his convention. I don't like it though. I put it in my closet because I don't like it looking at me. <laughs> And I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, well, it's just his logo. I did, I, you know, but it's like, no, it's a head on your freaking couch, is, you know? Yeah, it is his face kind of just <laughs> yeah. staring at you. <laughs> so now... His eyes uh, follow you wherever... No, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of made me going forward know that I shouldn't do any sort of head, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, face <laughs> face pillows anymore. You know, this this is uh, really, Roberto, this is one of the most uh, original slash unoriginal at the same time because you're, you're, you're just, it's, it defies really explanation. No, but it doesn't defy explanation. The explanation <laughs> is girls are an underserved market. <laughs> and when, and when someone says, huh, girls like this, I should make it. They make a ton of money. I hope you're making a ton of money. <laughs> Please well, it's not just girls. It's all sorts of people that like Throwboy. So it's been really cool. We here at Sci-Fi Saturday Night do not discriminate based on gender. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we might start if you don't buy these pillows. Yeah, That's right. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you should buy them. They're awesome. 
Yeah. You're obviously you neither you... girly nor manly if you don't buy these all right, pillows. All right, all right. Just, I want to go around round table right now. Um, if you had gun to your head to buy a pillow right now, excluding the pillow fighters because I want all of them, um, what would it be? Zombrarian, go. You can't exclude the pillow fighters. Yeah, I'm excluding... That's right, you can't. All right, fine. You including can't. the pillow fighters. Turtles. Okay. Dead redhead. I want a Captain America. Dome? I see you. Ah, I know, right? <laughs> okay, and, and I'm old school. I, I would totally want the finder. <laughs> That's a good variety there. I like it. <laughs> we, we are quite different. That's what makes us so... Contrary. Very unique as well. Dysfunctional. Con contrary. Well, let's leave it a contrary, people. Okay. The Kickstarter project is throw by pillows. The gentleman throw, throw behind. Throw boy pillows, don't. Throw boy pillows. Throw the gentleman pillow is Roberto Hoyos. They're very close to making this happen. Check it out. Become a, a contributor to this. The uh, website is throwboy.com. All the links will be up. Roberto, thank you for joining us tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It has been very cool. Very cool. Kriana, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks, my dear? Well, Dome. On May 25th, we have the cast of Improvised Star Trek. Oh! And then on June 1st, we are talking to the lovely T. Morris and Philippa Ballantyne, co-creators of the Ministry Initiative, which is a steampunk Kickstarter from Galileo Games and Imagine That Studios. And then on June 8th, we've got Jamal Igle, creator of the comic series Molly Danger. Yes! Woo! Yes! That's it, actually. That's it. <laughs> I, I need to end that more gracefully. you got to find a way to do that. I You're know. right. I'll think about Get redhead! It. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic-Con, Granite-Con, and ComicArtHouse.com. Visit ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by the Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, Hold the Folk, at RobotsOnline.com, Doom! Oh, I want to thank our guests for joining us tonight. Check out Throwboy Chat Pillows. It's incredibly cool. I want to thank our cast tonight from the Revere Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana, and our grammar girl, Sombrarian. Thank you, ladies. I'm salty and sweet. Look out, the worm spot's back. <laughs> <laughs> from the Four Color Vault of Comics, thank you, darling dead redhead. Bison, get it? Bison. We got Bison. it the first time. Bison. We got it the first time. Boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everyone.